Welcome and thank you for listening to our Sunday broadcast. Join us as we receive from the incorruptible seed of the Word of God. To- yes, if you'll get our confession on the screen. Lord, everything we have is yours. Everything we have and we gave it today, Lord, you gave us the ability to work in the earth, whether we're young, whether we're old, and Lord, we just give it back to you today, Father. We present it back to you, a living sacrifice. Our bodies are living sacrifice because you gave us the breath to breathe. So, Father God, we thank you today that according to your word in Deuteronomy 6, 10 through 11, we're getting the lands and our places of employment. All of our debts are being eliminated and we'll owe no man nothing but to love one another. Today we claim our great and goodly cities and all of our houses full of good things, our vehicles and all the equipment and people we need to preach and teach the word of faith to the world, to make ready a people prepared for the world. <laughs> prepared for the world. He said the word. He made me say world there at the end there. Reed. While I'm looking at a globe, you know, my wife, we was talking last night as we was out eating out as we was eating at a fine restaurant last night i couldn't have done that years ago I, we didn't have the finances we didn't have the finances to go to a fine restaurant but god he's the one that we was talking about how he took his finger and he, he he made a circle designed the earth before he spoke it some people say it's square and flat god said it round <laughs> who you gonna believe i believe god I believe my Father. He has a purpose for everything. Amen? Hallelujah. And he's good all the time. And all the time, God is good. And he's right on time all the time. Amen? Amen. There's no time in heaven. You know what? As as Wayne was singing that song, leading us to the cross. Thank you, Lord, for leading us to the cross. You know what Jesus did? He led us right back to the garden. See, as Adam and Eve were banished because of sin, because they couldn't, he had to get them away from the tree of life so they wouldn't live forever in a fallen state, in a decaying state, so they had to die physically. But when they ate, when they disobeyed God, they died spiritually. No longer could they live by the word of God. They had to live by their words, what they understand, what they were trying to figure out what God was doing, and it was, a, it was, a, it was chaotic and confusion set in. Talked about that this morning, that confusion set in. Well, Jesus, he was leading us back to the, he was leading us back to the, see, Jesus is the way. See, the, God put a, God put a angel, a flaming angel to guard the way to the tree of life is in the garden. Jesus is the way. Amen. Can you see it? Jesus, the cross, that was the way. The cross represented that tree. Jesus had to die so that we could be free, carefree, say carefree. I don't have to care about my sin because Jesus set me free. And all the sins of all humanity, Jesus set us free by the way of the cross. Now, it wasn't nice. It wasn't lovely. It was, it was terrible. The sin of all humanity put on Jesus. But now... To be carefree, to stay free, we need to know who set us free. Amen. And it's not by works, lest I got something to boast about. It's by the work of the cross. The only one man, the man Christ Jesus, who didn't do it as God, did it as a man 
with God's plan anointed by the Holy Ghost, by God, three in one. We talked about that, that three in one. One in three. See, a three in one, I never really kind of explained that. As a man, uh, as a GE technician, <laughs> in my toolbox I got a little a tool that's called a three in one tool. I just use it for mainly for one purpose, to get, in, to get into a washing machine. I pop it in there and it pops a little clip. But you can take that thing for a paint can. You can open up a paint can with it. And I'm really not sure of all the three things you can do with it. But you can probably, as a man, we can do more with three. If you give a, if you give a three-in-one tool to Frankie Fur back there, he can turn that thing into a hundred-in-one tool. He used to weld and do certain things. He could, he could see something different with that thing. But it was a three-in-one tool. You could do three things with one tool. Well, God in three persons saved humanity. Whew, man. For once. One time Jesus walked into that holy place and presented his blood for one time so that we can be free, carefree. Amen? Where does this come from? Mark 4.38. I'm gonna, I think this is part three. I'll let the YouTube channel know later. It's either part two or part three. When I think of parting, I think of God parting the Red Sea. When I think of parts. He parted the Red Sea so they could go carefree through the Red Sea. Amen? That even rhymes a little bit. But you know what? They didn't stay free. <laughs> why? They didn't have the Spirit within. Say the Spirit within. See, that's why Jesus came. We got His Spirit within us now. Mark 4, 38, it says, Jesus was asleep, and He's talking about Jesus was a, in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow, and his disciples awake him and said unto him, Master, carest, see there's where it came from, carest thou not that we perish. Lord, don't you care that we're going to die out here, Lord? He's sleeping on a pillow. Don't wake a sleeping baby. Never do that. It's not good. Let them sleep. Why didn't they let Jesus sleep? What's happening here? The disciples, I heard Pastor Jim say, they were full of fear. You can't be in faith and fear at the same time. One of them's got to go. One of them's got to go. They can't occupy the same place at one time. Because in the presence of... Now, it's good to fear the Lord. Let's have reverential fear. That, you know, to fear God. But if you fear God, you won't fear... You'll be carefree of this world and all the things that's going on. So they were full of fear. Verse 39, and it says, And he arose, Jesus arose, and he rebuked the wind said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Split just like that. Lickety split, I would say. Jesus spoke to, he spoke peace to the storm. And here's something you need to write. You can't release something you don't have. If you got fear and there's a storm coming and you speak fear, it's just going to shut up. It's probably going to get worse. Jesus was at peace in the midst of the storm. If you don't allow the storm to get inside of you, then you can steal the storm. Amen? But if the storm gets on, in, in, on the inside of you, you'll be like Peter when he walked on the water. He started looking at that storm, and he began to sink. He didn't sink. Jesus is right there. But he began to sink. The disciples were, were not at peace, and they could not command peace. You can't give somebody something you don't have. Jesus was so much at peace. Why? He is the Prince of Peace. 
that he was asleep in the storm. The first step to stopping the storms that rise up in our lives is to always listen to the voice. Now, you need to be born again. Because unless you get born again, unless you receive Jesus, you're going, I don't care what storm, you're going to have all kinds of storms hitting your life, and you're just going to bear the storms. You're going, you're going to be hit by the storms. You're going to be knocked down by the storms. And all the time, he's there waiting for you to call out like Peter, Lord, save me. Or, Lord, can I walk out there on, the, on this? Lord, I need your peace. So the first step to a Christian stopping storms, and let me tell you, this ain't prophesying doom and gloom. Storms are coming. Because <laughs> the devil's still out there. And he's old, he's faithful cuss. He's gonna always he's gonna tempt you, and if you rebuke him, he'll come back in another season. He's coming back. Be ready, amen. <laughs> Be ready. Amen. So the, the first step to stop these storms in our life is always listen to the voice of your spirit, man. On the inside. And only speak what the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God that's on the inside of you, is saying to your spirit man. Because the Holy Ghost only says what he hears Jesus say. He don't speak of himself. Come on. He speaks what he hears Jesus say. And notice after Jesus rebuked the demonic power, the devil, he's a thief. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. See, that's his unholy trinity. That's what he comes to do. Jesus came to give us life and that more abundantly. That's, that's his purpose. His main purpose, Jesus came, was to destroy the devil. And he did it. Amen? See, this world does not belong to Satan. It belongs to us. He got it by illegally stealing it from us. It belongs to us. So if Jesus would have only, and also notice too, if Jesus would have only rebuked the wind, it would have taken it a little while for the sea to calm down naturally. A little time, right? Because, see, Jesus is in our dimension now. He came from heaven to the earth as a man. He was born legally through Mary, through the womb. Amen? But you got to understand, the, the bloodline comes from the Father. So his blood was pure because his, his Father's God. But he had, to, he had to come in the womb. He had to come in and be born of the water and the blood, see? A woman, when you give birth, there's a water there that breaks, and then that, that, that child is flesh and blood. Amen? Jesus had a flesh and blood body, but the Spirit of God was on the inside of it. The, un, the, the sinless Son of God, His Son. Amen? The Word from heaven became the Word on earth. Oh, glory. Amen? And walked on this earth and spoke to this earth the way God created it to, to function. That's what Jesus was doing after He got anointed by the Holy Ghost. Up until then, you know what he was doing for 30 years? He was watching. He was growing in the Word. He was sowing the Word, and he was growing in that Word. Amen? And he was waiting for the third part of the Word, the, the anointing. On, on, on the, he was waiting for that baptism. And I meant to mention that. We, we won't be having a baptism tonight, water baptism, because we sprung a leak outside. So that's been postponed, and we'll let you know when it's... It, it, it'll be soon and very soon. Amen? Ain't going to take long. But I tell you what, there's a baptism of fire too. If you've if you already been baptized in the water, get baptized by fire. Jesus baptizes you in the, with the Holy Ghost and fire. If you haven't received that in this church, I, I encourage you to come receive it. Amen. Anytime if you come right now, the Lord is ready to baptize you with his Holy Ghost, with his fire power. Because we need it. Amen. We need everything that Jesus has. Uh, so see... If Jesus would have only rebuked the wind, it would have took a little while for the sea to calm down. But he also spoke peace to the sea. So see, when you rebuke sickness, 
See, that's the storm. Then you got to tell your body what to do. Recover. Speak to your body so the time changes. The time speeds up. Amen? You know, Larry Honeycutt, he's recovering. We need to, we need to help, collect, help Larry speak to this body now. Body, recover in the name of Jesus. See, he's received his healing. Now recover, body, in Jesus' name. Speak to things. Command what you want to see happen. See, the spiritual part is done. By his stripes, we were healed. And when you release that healing, now speak to that part that you, we need healed. Pancreas, live in Jesus' name. Pancreas, create insulin that God worked, pancreas, in the name of Jesus. See, I'm not God, but I'm in the family. And he passed on the family business. I'm supposed to be about the Father's business. And Jesus spoke to things. He went to see Peter's mother-in-law, went to minister, went to eat at Peter's house, and his mother-in-law was sick. You know what Jesus did? Of a fever. She was sick of a fever. Went in there and said, fever, rebuke the fever. You know what that fever did? Fevers can hear. <laughs> that fever left. You know what she did? She got up and fixed him something to eat, carefree. Tell you what, that's, that's good news. She said, man, Jesus set me free. What can I do for you, sir? Jesus knew how she could cook. Man, there's another, I, I could hear him sitting around the table right now. That old fever had to leave. Look at that. Mama feeling free, carefree. Now, let me serve you. Let me serve you. We can't serve, we can't serve Jesus six foot under. Come on. We've got to serve him while we're above ground. Amen. Amen. Now, when we go down, we know Jesus, our body going down, but our spirit going up. But while we're here in our body, we can't, we can't do nothing in the ground. We've got to do something out here. Amen. The devil's place is underground. He's under our feet. Deep, deep, deep in this earth. In the, in the, deep in the center of this earth. It's where it's all fire and melting and all that stuff. That's his place. The devil's place. And that's not his, that's not his, that's not the devil's existing. It's going to be a lake. God's going to turn this thing in a lake of fire and that's his destiny. It burns forever. Where the worm, it's, it's bad. Devil's a bad devil. He's going to a bad place. Don't go with him. There's people out there that's heading there. We've got to snatch them out of that fire. Amen? You need to know Jesus. He's the only way out of that mess. Hallelujah. Be carefree. Stay free. Jesus said in verse 40, And he said to the disciples, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have zero, no faith? Man, you don't want your teacher to say that. No faith. You ain't going to give me a 1%, Jesus? No, you ain't even got 1%. Fear only comes in the absence of faith. Darkness only leads in the presence of light. Amen? The opposite of fear isn't faith. The opposite of fear isn't faith, but love. Why? If we abide in his love, Galatians 5, 6 says, then that love begets faith. Faith worketh by love. And faith excludes fear. Faith, God's kind of faith, excludes fear. Why? 1 John 4, 18, perfect love casts out fear. Get out of here. Be carefree. God's perfect love. See, that's our, that's, our, that's our destiny, perfect love. God's perfect love, unconditional love, untainted love that has no darkness, no fear in it. That's Jesus. That's how he could go to sleep in the middle of the storm, because he had no fear. He, the devil has, darkness has no place in him. 
Had no place in him. Amen. Jesus wasn't dreaming of heaven. He is heaven. Amen. You think about what was he dreaming? He's heaven. Man, glory to God. And it's a place. Say, heaven is a place. It's out there somewhere. We can't see it with our natural eye, but I can see it by the eye of faith in the Word of God, in Jesus. Jesus talked about heaven. He talked about hell too, but he talked about heaven. In my Father's house are many mansions. He came from the Father. He's going back one day. And he said, I'm not, he said to the Father, I ain't going back empty-handed. I'm going down there and I, we getting them people, we getting our people out. Getting our people free. Amen. They thought they were free in Egypt. Jesus, to Moses got them free, but Jesus was coming for the rest of them. See, he just got them free from Pharaoh. Jesus got us free from sin. See, Pharaoh was just, he was, he was just, a rep, he was replicating sin. He's the world. He had them enslaved. He had us enslaved. The world has us enslaved when we're born in this world. But Jesus said, get born again, Nicodemus. You can't even understand things I'm going to talk about. You can't understand, you can't understand Christianity until you get born again. He was a teacher of the law, but he wasn't born again. Never heard that concept because Jesus hadn't been there to be born again yet. But now he showed up on the scene and he's teaching a new kingdom. Jesus has got a new covenant. God. God came down to his people that's been crying out for generations. And he was coming. It just took a process of time for Jesus to be born. Amen. For freedom to be born. Hallelujah. Jesus had a harder time calming the disciples than he had a harder time calming the storm. <laughs> been there, have you been there? You've seen some people, man, they in panic mode. You in peace mode. Come on, I want to say I'm in peace mode. Get, your, your panic can't touch my peace. But my peace can touch your panic. Can't it wait? Touch. What did Mary say? Jesus said, don't touch me yet, Mary. He didn't say don't touch me forever. He said, don't touch me right now. <laughs> Amen. But when he came, you can touch Jesus. See, he had to pre present his blood. He was going to the Holy of Holies up there. But he's coming back. He came back. Once he took the blood, distributed it, he came back to his disciples, appeared to them. Amen? Not to everybody. He didn't appear to everybody. He appeared to the ones that were looking for him, that had hung out with him. They were disciples. So see, Jesus likewise Curing physical sickness and disease is much easier than curing a sick mind. The mind. See, sickness comes from our mind, a sick mind. That's where it's generated from. A mind bound by demonic strongholds, by traditions of men, passed on from generation to generation to generation. Strongholds. But somebody came stronger than he Stronger than those strongholds, Jesus was coming. The captain of the Lord of hosts, he was, amen, he was coming. I'm talking past tense, but he's, he's already came, amen. Back then to them, he was coming. Jesus was there on the scene through this. And see, what's gonna, what it's going to take, these demonic strongholds, it's going to take deliverance and the mind renewal to the Word of God, to people. See, Jesus got them free, but I want to stay free. To stay free, you've got to get into the Word of God. To be free. Stay in the word of God. Jesus said, continue in my word. He didn't say, get to this point and stop. Continue, occupy, stay in the word until I come. Because he knew this word 
Not the word you heard yesterday. The word you're hearing today is the word that's going to keep you today. Amen? That rhema Christos, that spoken word that you're hearing today. So you're going to hear it a different way. Same, same series. You're going to hear something different today, Jack. Lord, speak your word. Here I am, Lord. Speak your word to your people, Lord. The word that's going to, the word that's going to heal them, the word that's going to cure them, the word that's going to save them, Lord, and save others, Lord. Speak that word to me in Jesus' name. Lord, here I am, Lord. A vessel. Pour me out on your people today, Lord. And that needs to be our prayer. Verse 41. It says, they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Jesus' disciples, hearing about what manner of man is this? What manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Is there any faith there? They're calling Jesus a man. And they're just speaking from their heart. See, here was the major problem. Major chord. Here's a major problem. The disciples, he's been walking with them, talking with them, teaching, saw Jesus as merely a man or a prophet, a great prophet, but not as God, the creator. And I'm not, I'm not being harsh with them. They just didn't see him as God. They said, how can, how can any, we've never seen a man do this before. And you never will. <laughs> he's the, he's the, there's only one, amen. But he, but he gave us that authority. He gave us, see, before Christ, we didn't have, that authority was there. We just didn't know how to, we, it wasn't in us. We couldn't contain it. Because what? Sin was in the way. Sin had to be dealt with, and Jesus dealt with it fully. Amen? See, it was the sin conscience. See, the, all, those, all those sacrifices, it, it, it covered the sin, but it didn't cure, it didn't abolish it. It didn't, you know what I mean? It just covered that sin for a year. And their mind couldn't be changed. They, that sin conscience was there. Just, just say something about their past, and it, you know it's like, ooh, get them stirred up. But the blood of Jesus, it's not the blood of bulls and goats. It washed away our sin. <laughs> Amen. Removed it as far as the east is from the west. This is Jesus. The disciples didn't have a good understanding of who Jesus really was, and we wouldn't have either back then. It wasn't, it wasn't the day of Pentecost yet. Amen. The resurrection's coming, but then there's a Pentecost that came after a feeling. Amen. God's spirit in mankind again. See, genuine faith, we're talking about you want to be carefree and stay free, you got to know this genuine faith in God. Amen. You know, me and, me and my wife, we started off, you know, in life, paying bills, you know. We had more month than we had money. A lot of, many years, you know, so... I'd go out there and we, it's time to get furniture. You, I'd go out there and sit around in some furniture. You know, you go sit in a car, you be careful. Next thing you know, you'll be wanting to pay that note. You want that car, it smells good, but, you know, how much is it going to cost you? <laughs> that smell is going to go away sometime way before the mortgage goes away. Amen. That new smell is going to be gone, but that mortgage is hanging on. Amen. I tell you what, all my cars are paid for. I'm free from that. Hallelujah. Now, some of them, they got a lot of miles on them, but you know what? They still paid for, and I'm putting money in the bank. Amen. Putting money in the bank. Putting money in the bank. Years ago, uh-uh, I'd go find me another, get one paid for, go get, in, go get in debt again. Go get into that mortgage debt again. Nothing wrong with debt as long as it don't overrule you. You understand? Nothing wrong with a credit card, all this stuff. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong with what I'm saying. That was the place we were in. But God got in our place when we got born again. Man, he started, he 
started redirecting my mind. <laughs> my mind. You know how much interest you're paying? No, I thought that was my wife's mind. Now you're talking to me, God. See, I always put the burden on her because she was making more money. She was a store manager. I was just a store worker. I was in, you know, but she was the manager, man. So I'm like, she handled all that. She's making more money. See, that was pride. We together. I'm married. You won. Amen. If somebody got, if she got debt, you got debt. It ain't, it ain't you or me. It's we <laughs> if you're born again and married. Amen. That's an anointed. That's a, some people don't like to hear that word. We. Amen. It's okay to have his and hers towels. Amen. Because you might have a favorite towel, but you know you're hers and she's yours. And y'all won. Amen. And we're here to win. Amen. God gets in it. You'll win it every time. Let's read and see why the disciples couldn't stay free. Let's go to Mark 4, verse 1. And guess if you want to put it up there, I'm going I'm to go there too, I think. Let me... Let me get here because I might have some other things I might want to say. Well, you, somebody might say, amen. Somebody might say, oh, me. Oh, Lord, did you have to say that, Pastor? Jesus loved a rich young ruler that came sliding into first base and said, Master, good master, what, might I, what must I do to be saved? Lord, Jesus told him, what, do this, keep the law, love, honor your father, honor your mother. Jesus laid out some laws there, and then the boy said he was happy. Lord, I've kept all these up my you. I'm, I've done that, Lord. He said, Jesus said, there's only one thing you lack. Just one. He said, sell everything you got and come follow me. It said, it said, the Bible says the young man was sad, grieved. Why? Because possessions had him. God didn't. Nothing wrong with the possessions. Don't let them possess you. Let God bless you. See, you know how I can tell if the possessions have you? You won't bless others. It's all about me. Amen. And Jesus knew it was all about him. See, if he would have sold, if he would have sold everything and followed Jesus, you know how much I, you know how much I, how much of a hundredfold that would have been on whatever he had to give? Man. See, Jesus was pretty much saying, and, and you're going to read that. Jesus was saying, you need me because this possession's got you, and you're not going to have me. You're going to hell. Because, you know, it talks about the, the love, just the love of money is the root of all evil to take you to hell. And, and you'll, you'll be rich, you'll, you'll be looking fine going there with all that money you got. But if you got God and he got you, he can give you the money, he'll get it through you to bless others. More blessed to give than to receive. That's what Jesus was trying to do. Because he told his disciples, he says, you know, they said, Lord, I mean, you're pretty, you pretty wealthy yourself, Lord. They've been hanging around Jesus. Jesus ain't begging out here for things. He said, Lord, the disciples said, Lord, how are we going to get there? <laughs> you know, we're we, we looking to have a good life too and be wealthy and stuff. And he says, with man, this is impossible. But with God, what? I can save the richens too. <laughs> I, can, I can, Jed was poor at one time. I'm talking about Jed Clampett. You ever watch the Belberry Hillbillies? He was poor, under poor. But then he went hunting for some food one day and took a shot and bubbling crude came up out of the ground. That's called oil. Now, I know this is a, this is a movie, Hollywood movie, but I, I watched it as a little kid. And I'm like, man, I wish I'd go hunting and find me some oil. And they got black, black gold, Texas tea. Then Jed's history changed. He went to, he went to, where'd they go? California. That's the place you ought to be. They loaded up the truck and headed to Beverly Hills, that is. <laughs> hey, 
hey, but we can change it, Helen. See, that's not, that's not man's California. That's God's California. That's God's country. Amen? See, we need, to, we need to send some people full of the Holy Ghost and power out there and get it back. Amen? But I'll tell you what, they, they couldn't change the, the Clampett's theology because they, they had some good foundation in them. Amen? And they didn't let all that Hollywood money get a hold of them. That's what we got to do. Take the money and use it as a tool for the kingdom, amen, to help others serve God by serving others. Where was I at? I got lost on that one. Ooh, Lord. Yeah, Mark, uh, I think it's book up there on the board. Mark 4, is that where I told you to go? Let me get there right here. Mark 4, verse 1. They, the, the, the disciples, here we are. This was rewind back before the storm in the boat on the Sea of Galilee. And Jesus began to teach by the Sea of Galilee. And there was gathered unto him a great multitude. Great multitude. This is going to be a, a great multitude for long. This church is going to fill up. Why? Because we're following Jesus. Amen? We're teaching and preaching Jesus to the world. Make ready a people prepared for his return. Going by the seaside and a great multitude, and he entered into a ship. Now, I don't, I don't, we will have no ship here. And he sat in the sea, and the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. From sea to shining sea. And he taught them by many things, by parables, and said unto him in his doctrine, that's his teaching, that's his word, hearken, behold, there went a sower out to sow. And if you want to hear some good teaching on this, go to Jim, Jim Howard's website, uh, Help me, Jim. What's the address of that? JimHoward.org. <laughs> Jimhoward.org. You'd think his internet guy would know this. JimHoward.org, and you can go through some of those teachings, and it, it, he's got a teaching talking about the sower sows the word. I'm pretty sure it's on there, but not, we'll put it on there. We'll make sure. You might have to go through his website, scroll down a little bit, but it got a lot of good teaching came from Mark 4 right here. It says, in Jesus, it came to pass as he sowed the word, and he's talking about a sower. Jesus is talking a parable here. He said, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came up and devoured it. We're talking about seed, natural seed. Let's say corn seed. Say corn seed. Why? Corn's on my heart right now. <laughs> but I was going to look back there at Wayne, but I'm looking at Wayne forward here. And some of the corn, I'm just going to say this is my story. I'm taking Jesus, but I'm going to put And some corn fell on stony ground where it didn't have much earth, and some corn immediately sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it couldn't get the roots down deep to find that moisture, and the sun came, it withered away. But some fell among thorns, still talking about the seed, and the thorns grew up and choked the seed, and it yielded no fruit. You know, that fruit comes at the end of that harvest time. You know, it's growing. And, and other seed, corn seed, fell on good ground. And yielded fruit that it sprang up and increased, say increased, and brought forth some 30. Some said, Have you ever ate a, cur a corner of corn? You ever shucked it and it had more than 10 seeds on it? I ain't seen one that had less than one. Have anybody seen one? Why do you got a problem with God giving you a hundredfold? Well, I'm talking about me myself. Why, why, should we, why should we battle with that? If He can give a corn seed a hundred, why can't we, when we give a dollar, get a hundred back? Amen. That's good news. I'll receive it, Lord. I'll receive it. Amen. I'll eat some and I'll give some. Amen. Eat 50, give 50. That's pretty good, 50-50. And watch God bring you another 100, 200. And he said, 
He that has ears to hear. Now he could be talking about a ear, ear of corn, couldn't he hear? <laughs> Let him hear. Next verse. And when he was alone, they that were about him, the twelve, asked of him this parable. Teacher, what you talking about? And he said to them, Unto you it is given. Who's the you? Let me help you. Disciples. Those that are following Jesus. Those that have what? Ears to hear. Those that stick around after the food, after we ate the food. They don't go home and lay down. They still, Jesus, you're going you're gonna to talk some more about uh, seed? You're going to talk some more about, uh, you know what I mean? What you gonna, come on, Jesus, we want to hear more. What, what, what they call when you go behind the curtain and you're done with your performance, they say, Encore, encore, encore. Lord, we need some more, Lord, encore. Jesus, he, he was loving to teach the word. But he said unto you it's given to know the mystery. Ever have a good mystery novel you like to read? You know, you're trying to read, trying to figure out what's going on at the end. Jesus is the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end. Amen. You want to know him? He'll show you. To you it's given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. Kingdom of heaven is a place. Kingdom of God is a method. It's the way this system works. Amen? But unto them that are without, without Christ, you in, God, you in the world system. It ain't looking too good on different days. Stock's up, stock down. Bank crumble, not mine. My, 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 I got earthly treasure in there, but my heart's in the kingdom, and God's going to take care of your stuff. Amen? However, he got to do it. If he tells you to move it, move it. Whatever you need to do, amen, whatever God says, do, do it. But he's, he's protecting our stuff. Uh, that's called gold and silver. <laughs> amen, money is, I have to go, you know what I'm talking about. But unto these things, unto them that's without, all these things are done in parables, storytelling. And he said unto them, unto you it is given to know the mystery. Have we done read that? Well, <laughs> I'm making me repeat and repeat up here. So that seeing, Jesus said, that seeing they may see, this is those that are without, and not perceive, and hearing that they may hear and not understand, lest at any time, see, it's God's will that all hear. But there's some he knows, they ain't got ears to hear, all they got stomachs to feed. They, want, they just want the food, they want the miracles, but they don't want to hear what? That you better take off your coat and give it to somebody if they don't have one. Lord, I thought we were going to feed us today. That's at the end of the message. <laughs> Amen. I ain't got, we ain't feeding you after the end of at, at church today. Come a couple weeks, we're going to have Resurrection Sunday morning. We'll be here at 7 o'clock. We're going to be cooking breakfast. This is Resurrection Sunday morning, 7 o'clock. We're going to eat breakfast. We're going to commune together, fellowship, and then we'll go into a 9 o'clock service. It'll be 9 o'clock, not 10 o'clock, because we're going to be here. We're just going to do this thing. We're going to eat, and we're going to teach the Word, and, and Jesus is going to touch us that morning, and then we go home maybe, maybe early. I said maybe. <laughs> Amen. I'll leave it up to the Lord. Amen. We're going to leave you with the main, the, we're going to give you appetizers. That's bacon and eggs. Then we're going to give you the word. That's the main course. Jesus. Amen. And then we, then there might be some dessert later. Amen. <laughs> but so there's, Jesus said, if, if you don't have ears to hear, they're not going to understand less at any time that they should be converted. What? Born again. Listen to me. Listen to Jesus. Converted. Change what you think into what Jesus is saying. That's being converted, and their sins should be forgiven them. Now, he's talking, Jesus is talking pre-resurrection. He's talking, he's talking future tense here. Because what? He is the resurrection and the life. And he's speaking, he's speaking now. Faith is 
Now. He's speaking now. If you listen to me now, you're getting words of life now. Seeds of life getting in your ground now, getting in your heart now. Why? Salvation coming. Fruit, salvation coming. Healing coming. Deliverance coming. Amen. But they got to come to Jesus, Wayne. Got to come to Jesus. Not only come, Lord, let them run to you. That was the word I got. I ran to that altar. I was born again. But I heard a call. I heard the, the minister call, and I ran to that altar, and I got delivered. I ran into deliver, to the deliverer, Jesus. I, got, I ran to, to light and darkness. When he touched me in Jesus' name, devils left out of my body. Amen. They left out of my mind. Some of them stuck around. Some of them, well, let's just focus here. I had, I had some strongholds that got into my mind. I, I was a smoker. Chemical got in there. It was, it, I was still smoking. But I didn't have a desire. I, I, wanted, I wanted loosed from it. 